0: Welcome to In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, a podcast for water professionals and consumers alike to learn more about residential wastewater, agricultural applications, training and education, and other trending topics in the water industry. On this episode, we talk with Bo Gell, product manager of Xylem, to discuss the new challenges of modern residential wastewater and how industry professionals and homeowners can overcome these issues.
1: Welcome to the show. My name is Griffin. I'm here with my co-host Amanda and we're with Bo Gall of Xylem today. Bo, thanks for joining us. Thanks
2: for letting me be here.
1: So I think to start, can you just tell us about what you do at Xylem kind of on a day-to-day basis generally? Sure.
2: So... I am a product line manager, and my responsibility is all around wastewater for AWS. So this is a portion of Xylem's business, but what I do is, is all around wastewater.
1: Great. And how long have you been with Xylem? So I've been with Xylem for about
2: eight years now. I started off on a, uh, a different area of the business, covering some uh, more of the marine-type products. But there was exposed to many different types of pumps, different technologies, and everything that's involved there. And certainly, the marine is a very harsh environment. Been doing wastewater for quite a few years though now, and what I find is that although it is one of the oldest necessities, you know, for a great, you know, civilization, you know, moving waste away from, you know, our living space, uh, the technology has has changed a little bit recently. And I think what's important is to make sure that we all be focused in on you know, what we're capable of doing in in kind of like in our society, but then also see if we can't try and expand this more throughout the world.
1: Right. And yeah, you are Xylem's kind of resident residential wastewater systems expert. So that's kind of why we have you here to talk about some of the modern challenges in residential wastewater and some of the ways that, you know, Xylem and the Gould's Water Technology brand in particular are developing technology and solutions to kind of address that for now and for the future. So I think first question that stuck out to me reading through some of your recent pieces that you've written in various publications, you know, what is this idea of modern trash? You call it the You call it the number one enemy of residential wastewater. What is modern trash?
2: Sure. So I affectionately call this the modern wastewater stream. And what that means is that there are so many things in our wastewater stream that didn't even exist a few years ago. And so what I'm talking about is the fast changing environment of flushables, for example. You know, we have flushable uh, cleaning wipes, we have flushable other wipes. And what's amazing about all of this, and again, this is stuff that just didn't exist a few years ago, is that so much of our infrastructure or technology is old. It's based on uh, the understanding that the wastewater stream was mostly liquid with a few solids. The stringy type material wasn't even part of the original equation. So by adding all of this new material, you can imagine some of the challenges that we hear about and and the challenges that we need to bring as far as new technologies or different ways of handling passing some of that stringy type material.
1: So the trash has modernized, but the infrastructure has not. So to sort of a layman like myself, stringy material, like what are we thinking about with stringy material. Why is it a problem?
2: So to kind of understand the system is to really just think about the impeller or the the, you know, that's the pump's tool to pass the materials through the pump and 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 out. So that's a spinning device. The impeller spins. To be able to move water, that impeller has blades. Imagine those spinning blades in a wastewater stream. Well, if it's just water, it just kind of moves it and it goes through. If it has a few solids, it just kind of moves those solids along as well. The issue is where you get into stringy materials is that they can possibly wrap around those blades. Imagine one piece catching on a blade and they're sitting there spinning, and then more comes and it just piles up into a point where now you've got a clog. So, how do you avoid that clog? Well, sometimes you can change people's behavior and have not them with that, that kind of stringy material. When I talk about stringy materials, those are some of the very strong wipes that we use, and we're not afraid to throw those down the toilet. It could be other materials, even included in some of the other flushable things. It's amazing what gets flushed as far as diapers, you have baby diapers, you have adult diapers, all of this stuff is being flushed and is possibly trying to be passed by an old technology pump. So the spinning blades would possibly be something of uh, like a non-clog is what they called it type pump. But then there were newer technologies like a vortex style impeller that tends to clog less. It doesn't, It's not in full contact with that wastewater stream so it tends to move things without as much clogging but you do in life have compromises to be made and so with a vortex impeller it's less efficient meaning that kind of wired water efficiency than the the non-clog style impeller but we're really trying to just pass the wastewater stream without a clog
0: is there anything else though that we could consider as part of the modern waste stream and like other modern conveniences that are contributing to some of these clogs. So for example, flushable wipes, we're all learning aren't actually flushable, even though it might say that directly on the package. Are there other things that potentially we can make homeowners aware of that, you know, we should try to avoid in the waste stream?
2: Yes, absolutely, and so, to just talk about the flushable wipes, they come in such a broad variety, and you know maybe we need to expand on you know what those actually include. But you'll see that some of the wipes, they even discuss how durable they are. You know they're better than a paper towel and all of this other stuff. Well, what that means is that they are very strong, and they're meant to be strong when they're wet. That's the big issue. So it isn't just about the old thinking of, you know, hygiene products that were flushed down the toilet. But we also have, think about this, we've kind of created a culture where flushing things down the toilet is okay. Whether it's a shopping center or, you know, some other kind of place, it's it's just amazing the number of things that get flushed, even perhaps t-shirts. And why is that? And I have to believe it's because this flushable type culture is becoming so common. So we need to think about or understand where our capabilities are with our infrastructure and what we should not shouldn't flush. But certainly the marketeers of flushable wipes aren't helping us at this point.
1: That's interesting. So another thing that I've read in researching for this conversation, you know, public awareness campaigns, how do you feel, you know, you're kind of up against, like you said, some strong marketing here where it's both flushable, but yet durable. So obviously a problem. So how do you feel about the state of public awareness campaigns for the other side, for, for your side saying, you know, we're not ready for this kind of stuff. We need to update our infrastructure. You know, where, what's kind of the next step for some of those public awareness uh, initiatives?
2: So And you'll see many of those actually happening because when we say flushable, it's kind of a local event. What that means is that it goes through the toilet. And if it goes through the toilet, you're done with it. Now, it does end up at your municipal facility or stacked up in your septic tank. But let's talk about the municipal for a bit. It ends up at the municipal facility where they have Uh, many different ways of sorting it, but some of them are just to kind of scrape away that kind of material. Well, then that material needs to get put somewhere. And where does it go? An incinerator or a landfill. So that education is absolutely necessary because we may not see where our trash is ending up. Our trash that we throw away at home, you know, we're filling up garbage bags. You get a chance to look at it recycle what you can but we don't get that opportunity when we throw something down the toilet it tends to just be an invisible action say where we don't really know where it ends up but at the municipal facility it is also causing extra clogging which means extra manpower which means higher cost and so this is costing all of us extra money
1: that's a good way to think of it to bring it to a a bigger picture, a broader picture.
0: Sure, so two questions kind of they go hand in hand. Is there an opportunity for dealers when they're communicating with their customers, recommending a product, what have you, about these issues, whether it's flushable wipes or any other things that can help sort of maintain their system, are there opportunities for dealer to give them some advice or tips on, you know, how they can communicate with that homeowner, same thing if, you know, are there questions that they can ask or the customer to understand how to recommend the right product, that kind of thing. You
2: know, I think those are great questions and they are sometimes harder to express to a consumer because the consumer is being told that these wipes are flushable by the TV, yet this guy is coming to his house and telling them that you know, these things really aren't flushable. So if we get past all of the kind of mixed messages and start thinking about what's happening, technology is gonna to have to change. Our culture has changed, the way we do things has changed. As far as the communication to that consumer on what they're doing, It needs to be, I think, on a very broad level, but also a very high level, and kind of like what I discussed before, making sure that everyone understands that their individual actions do affect the collective. So we need to make sure that when you do make a consumer-driven choice to purchase flushable wipes, in fact, that there is a need or there is a benefit and that you are knowingly making those compromises and not just passing the burden along to others. But as far as the dealer going into a consumer and explaining what's happening, typically it's an emotional time because you don't call a plumber when you think there's an issue building. You call a plumber when you have a big issue. And so... Emotions are high. I don't know that it's really a teaching moment at that time. So I believe that the work would kind of have to be done outside of that. But there's always an opportunity to teach. And I think there's always an opportunity to have that plumber mention a few things. For example, what might be the actual cause of the clog and, and how it might be prevented. Also, there, you know, as things progress, if you can't change the culture, then we get to changing technology. And this is where Goldwater Technology has a very broad range of impeller technologies to be able to handle that wastewater stream effectively.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean I think one of the things that I think dealers keep coming back to is the quality of product with cold water technology and sort of the I guess technological advances behind that. So it's just interesting to hear about how, you know, how they might be able to advance their own businesses, not just by having the gold water technology products, but then also any sort of um, advice they can give the homeowner to, you know, <laughs> basically get recommended again in the future or what have you, to keep their wastewater systems running appropriately.
2: No, I think you're exactly right. The, it is a, you know, a, kind of a different perspectives and you approach things a little bit differently. Uh, As far as a plumber, typically the decision is made on cost experience, brand loyalty, the things that he is trying to accomplish, which is not having to come back again. And so with all of that, you, you have a certain decision process. So, one thing, for example, with the additional technologies that Goldwater Technology has, you know, we, we have brought some technology from within Xylem, and I think it, it needs to be stated that, you know, Xylem is a very large company, very diverse, and has worldwide resources. And what that means, though, to the consumer is that they are essentially getting access to a worldwide set of products. And what Goldwater Technology has done is taken some of the good products from other areas of the world and different industries, for example, the municipal industry, and bringing those products down to the residential level. And so my example there would be the K-Impeller technology, which is unique to Xylem
1: right and it's a good segue into this the technology and you know you see the challenges in the market and goldswater technology and xylem at large are kind of finding solutions to address these things i kind of wanted to pick your brain on a little bit that you can share on product development like how are these ideas addressed as it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing you know do you see have you seen this issue out long enough that you had to address it or is it something where you kind of knew this technology would be needed at at some point and, you know, you're building it in advance of a market need, you know, how does, how does Gould's water technology respond to this clear market need that you've identified? You know, it's an interesting process because
2: I think we would all like to have, you know, some futuristic answers, but oftentimes the materials, the processes just are not, viable as far as you know standard manufacturing ability and you know and things like that but really all we're trying to do is to answer what the customers needs are and this wastewater stream has been changing for a few good years now and the needs there became evident very quickly so who better than a fluids handling company to be able to work through using some of the best engineers and flow models, the hydraulic design, to be able to work with the new variability of that wastewater stream. So I wouldn't say that we really are far ahead of what is the potential wastewater stream, but we are absolutely ahead of the market and what we're able to offer. But it does tend to be always a bit of surprise as the culture changes and the the many different products that, that come to fruition that didn't exist a few years ago. I mean, just just go back to the flushables. You know, paper towels are great, but now we have essentially paper towels that have so many various chemicals in them. I think just a few years ago, we would have all very much wanted to stand back from any chemical-laden products that were going to flush down our toilet, but now we seem to be very comfortable with that. So, you know, some of it is kind of a change in thinking. I know that R&D departments are always working on advancements, not just in the technology, but then also in the effectiveness of us being able to do our job, which is moving the wastewater stream. And where that comes in is that all of this movement comes at a cost and it comes at a cost of power which whether that or not that is local or generated from far away it's power and we all need to conserve that because there is also fallout possible with the various you know coal technologies nuclear wherever the power is coming from so by making the most efficient units, we're using less of that power And I think we're very keen to understand that that makes a very positive statement.
1: Right. That's great. And you mentioned K-Impeller technology. Um, I also wanted to ask about, you know, other technology that's currently kind of on the forefront for Goldwater Technology and Xylem, specifically grinder pumps, I know, are a big initiative right now. So, you know, what else are other examples of technology that's out in the market that it's kind of serving as solutions?
2: Sure. So to just kind of back up and and talk about the K impeller and and really what that is, is it's kind of an older style thinking where it's a non-clog impeller. So it's in the wastewater stream. But what it has done is it is used in combination with a couple other features of the hydraulic and physical design so that it's able to handle that stringy material and pass it through. So... If you were to just kind of look at that design, you can see a common element of the old designs into this, but then you start to see a couple new features and all of a sudden it makes sense why this is so powerful. And then as we talk about grinders, that's kind of the next step in thinking about how we move this product, the, the wastewater stream. The issue with a grinder is that it takes big stuff, makes it small, and sends it down the pipe. That's about as simply stated as I can make it.
1: <laughs> but effective,
2: right? Right. But the issue is that there are still many laws of physics that have to you know, be worked with here, and that just chopping something small, making it into, let's say, a slurry-type material, and passing it through a pipe may not always be the best answer. I mean, remember back to you know original system designs where the wastewater stream is a lot of water with some solids. It's not a lot of solids with some water. That's more like moving a paste. And so proper design needs to be considered when using a grinder in a sewage application And although it is getting great press and it is absolutely something that we are moving forward with, it has to be used with caution because you do need to make sure that you're not just passing that problem downstream. And that is then sending that clogged pipe, you know, all of that material that's falling out of solution, sending that to your municipality. Because again, you're just talking about creating higher prices for all of us.
0: And so then, Bo, how do you? I mean, how do you recommend which of these technologies to move forward with? What are the types of questions you have to ask the customer in order to understand which product to recommend?
2: It's it's really interesting how complex that simple question is. But really, <laughs> you go back to the basics. You need to know what power is available. You need to know. The location and the application. And so, whether or not it's residential, oh, but it's a multifamily residential, which certainly changes the amount of wastewater. Is it, you know, a light commercial application? So, certainly understanding where the product is being used. But then, past that, uh, there needs to be an understanding of really where the next connection is for the sewage system. So, if municipality connection is closed, Many types will uh, you know are possible, but the fact is, the consumer wants to get the waste away from them. And so that's where usage of things like an axial grinder, uh, where uh, Gouldswater technology just launched a half-horsepower and a one-horsepower axial grinder, they're very much into that residential application size. You would want to make sure that the consumer also understands any any possible maintenance issues or something like that. Fortunately, ours doesn't really have any maintenance, but you want to make sure that they are aware of that. The other, you want to make sure that it is properly installed. And so this is where I want to kind of go off a little bit in a different direction and talking about professional dealers, talking about professionals making that installation because they are able to make an assessment of your application, what you have and then make those recommendations versus perhaps going to a, a shelf somewhere and just purchasing a product that has a big starburst on it that says, Hey, I'm great. Buy me. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a really, really good point. So I'm um, just really curious to know then what's next, you know, in the future of residential wastewater. How What does that look like? How do you, how does Xylem stay ahead of the curve in terms of technology?
2: So some of the things that we're looking at is uh, it's around the energy efficiency. We're also looking at the really packages. And by having a package versus just an individual component, you end up knowing that everything is compatible. So if you just buy a pump and say you're not familiar with the control that it needs or something like that, we're working towards creating that entire solution. And what that means to the consumer is the confidence that it's being installed by a professional dealer. What it means to the contractor is that he's getting everything that he needs and that it knows that it's all going to work together. This isn't just some grand experiment. And so for us what it allows us is the opportunity to keep taking a look at some of these larger applications, hearing some of the new things that are coming along and then trying to address those as we look forward. But definitely energy efficiency or that wire to water efficiency, making sure that efficient pumps are being included in, and all of that starts with the design. Oh, as
1: we start to wrap up here, is there anything that we're missing? Is there anything that you want to potentially shout out or plug at the end as, uh, as we come to the end of the discussion here?
2: I think, yes. I think what I'd like to say is that as people watch Gould's Water Technology and have watched us for the many, many years that we've been around, I think you'll see a very refreshing change in our commitment to that modern wastewater stream. You know, we're committed to bringing new products. We're committed to bringing new accessories, which for example, may give you information about the pump or the the water level. We're introducing the new technologies that other companies just don't have, like that K impeller. We're bringing in products like the AGS grinder into the residential market to be able to handle the issue of some of those flushable wipes. So with that, I believe that we are really working well as a company with Goulds Water Technology, but then I think we also have something else unique to offer, and that is the overarching support from Xylem. Again, Xylem is a very large company in many different industries, and so for us to have the advantage of not just looking at the wastewater industry, but seeing what is happening in the, in the various you know other commercial industries or around the world, we're constantly getting that exposure. So I think that in the future is going to be very much a large lever uh, for us to pull to be able to stay ahead.
1: Right, and I believe if anybody has any other information or wants to see products or case studies, or I know there's a ton of educational information, at is it Goulds.com?
2: Yes, so Goulds.com will get you into our world of the Goulds water technology. If you click on the wastewater tab, you'll find all the products there, literature, curves, different statements on applications. You'll also see, as you stated, case studies and other information. There are also sizing programs and other things that are available. So really most of our information is there. Another resource to take a look at if you're looking at needing some more information are our YouTube videos at Gouldswater Technology.
1: Right. There's a full library on Gouldswater Water Technology's YouTube channel of, um, from either product fix-it videos to more promotional videos and everything in between. So I know there's, you know, we can probably talk about this subject for hours here. There's a lot more to discuss, so we'll have to have you back on the show in the future, but thanks a lot for joining us today, Bo.
2: Thank you so much for the opportunity.
1: Thanks to my co-host, Amanda, and thanks to everyone for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.